What it is, guys? Boy, I'm talking some analyzing, and today we got football. We got NFL football, right? The comma. I'm gonna go over the conference championships, go over my Super Bowl pick, Super Bowl 57 pick, and then we're gonna go over Brady's retirement. Now, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, all right? My voice is not the best right now; it's a little bit sore. But the show gotta go on, man. The show gotta go on. I'm doing it. We start off with the NFC Championship: Niners versus Eagles. Eagles beat us. 31-7. So as a Niner fan, I'm depressed, right? But I'm not depressed that we lost. I'm depressed how we lost. Our second drive of the game, we lose Brock Purdy, our third string quarterback. And Josh Johnson comes in to save us, quote unquote. No offense to Josh, alright? Pretty sure he's a good guy. Do you really expect us to beat the number one seeded Eagles team? Number one in the NFC. You expect us to beat them? The fourth string, 15-year journeyman who's been on practice squads most of his career? No! Why would you Why would you expect that? Like all the fans, not just Eagles fans, but like a lot of NFL fans in general, who are saying, oh, no, our fans are just making a bunch of excuses. How is that not a valid excuse? How is playing with your fourth string quarterback not a valid excuse? Alright, if you don't think it is, then you just don't know football. You just, you just don't know football. Simple. Because quarterback's the most important position on a football team. So it's a valid excuse. And then not to mention, he got concussed. John Johnson got concussed. Our fourth string got injured. He had to leave. And then Purdy was forced to come back in with no movement on his arm. Okay, when he came back, he only attempted one pass. And we ran it the rest of the game. Everybody knew we were going to run it, bro. Everybody knew Purdy couldn't throw. Fletcher Cox, all right, defensive tackle for the Eagles. On one of the mic'd up videos for the NFL does. When he came, when Purdy came in, he literally said, oh, 13 back in the game. He can't throw. Everybody knows he was injured. So what did Philadelphia do? They just loaded up the box, seven guys in the box, and then, boom, we were defeated because there's nothing else we could do. The QBs, our QBs finished together per diem. Johnson, 11-17 with 83 yards. Wow. Wow, so impressive. Christian McCaffrey, I got to give him love, bro. I got to give him love. He carried us. He showed up right on his touchdown run. Broke tackles, juke people, made it 7-7 with no competent QBs playing. Rushed for 15 carries, 84 yards, one touchdown. He was carrying us, bro. And I got to give love to my boy, C-Mac. Now, the other side of the coin of this is our defense. Yes, they didn't play well. But I think it was a whole, I think it was more of a psychological thing than anything else. Think about this. Being Being our defense position, your starting QB goes down. Josh Johnson comes in. We've never been there. He comes in there. Fumbles the ball. And then he gets injured. As a defense, what are you th- What are you supposed to do? You put everything on us. You put everything on your shoulder. You say, we got to do extra. We got to get turnovers. We got to do more things so we can win this game. To put the game on our back. And Philadelphia knew that. And they took advantage. All right, they rushed for 148 yards on 44 carries. They scored four tur- four touchdowns on us. 
he took advantage of us. I ain't gonna lie, they did. Now Jalen Hurts went 15 to 25, 121 passing yards. And then the penalties, man. Frustration, frustration, frustration. Alright, we were just trying to do much. We were trying to do a lot. This is our fault, I ain't gonna lie. Alright, we lost our cool, and that's unacceptable. I know we gotta be more composed. But you know what, to be honest, you know, looking at a fan's perspective, like a fan of the Niners, I'm happy. And we were mad that Trent Williams threw off who we threw. We threw the dude to the side. I'm happy that we were mad because we should. We went through this whole year just for that. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. You know, Smith's touchdown, Devontae's Smith's touchdown was a big discussion. It wasn't a touchdown, obviously, because he dropped it. You could, you could see he dropped it. But he was smart. That's why he's an Alabama guy. All right? Coached up by Saban. After they caught the ball, he said, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. So we couldn't review. And boom. They got the touchdown. No. Kyle, you getting blamed for some of it for, like, not challenging it? How could he challenge it if they hurried it up, bro? It's a rule. You hurried it up. They read through it. You can't go back to the play. Play's done. Play's finished. So, boom. If we couldn't see how I think he's going to see. And then Philadelphia... Uh, the finance people who run the Lincoln financial fields monitors they're not dumb bro they know what's going on so they didn't put it on the big screen it's just how it is it's just how it is now maybe it would have been a big difference if they didn't score but I say not because you know I don't think I don't think we're scoring I don't think we're scoring with Josh Johnson at quarterback alright and the Eagles would have done so maybe they would have scored 14 14-7, boom, we'd have lost 14-7. So, maybe, maybe in the beginning, if they took off the touchdown, it would be, and then we scored, it would be 7-0. Maybe the defense would feel a little bit more confident, but I don't know. I don't think the Eagles would have scored on us at least two touchdowns, so it doesn't really matter. It's always a QB with us, man. Always piss me off. We'll see you next year. See if Trey stays healthy, and I hope he does, because we need him. Hate him. AFC Championship: The Chiefs versus the Bengals. Now the Chiefs won twenty-eight to three. What did I tell y'all? I said Mahomes and the Chiefs were on a mission. They're on a mission to regain their status in the AFC. I told y'all. They heard what other people were saying about Burrow. They're saying about Burrow's better than Mahomes. This is Burrowhead being three and zero. Versus the Chiefs this past year, they were gathering all that information and they're just putting it inside, ready to unleash it. And they finally did. Finally got right. It was a close game, controversial, I know. There's a lot of flags, and especially going in the Chiefs' favor. I can't deny that. But I think from a neutral perspective, because I actually don't like the Chiefs, y'all know. I just, I just picked them, but. I mean, I like them. <laughs> I don't like either team. I have nothing for either team. Like, taking off the... I picked them. Neutral point of view. Almost facts kind of them were pretty reasonable. Alright, what about when Apple... Eli Apple grabbed the Marquez Valdez shirt? That's clear old. Uh, Joseph Asai pushing out Mahomes at the end of the game? That's clearly unnecessary roughness. He's clearly out of bounds. And then Burrow's intentional grounding call. That's clearly a grounding call. There's nobody, there's no, there's no receiver in his vicinity. So, that's, that's a correct call. 
The only one where I was iffy about it was extra down the gate the Chiefs. Now the sideline ref said, because he didn't manage the time right, he had to fix it or whatever. Why do you say that when they already snapped the ball? Like when the play's already done and then you give him a redo. Like, no, man, that's, no. No, I think he had a brain fart. I don't think it's a great game. Like, I think he just had a brain fart. So they had to give it back. But this is an AFC championship game. You gotta be on your toes. You gotta be aware at all times. It's unacceptable. And then Burrow's roughing the passer non-call. No, I actually like that call. But they didn't call that because that's me. You know, like, that's that's how, like, how I like to play football. Like, like sort of like that. You know, you can punish people. But that's they've been calling it the way that way the whole year. They've been calling that kind of roughing the passer calls all year. So the rest weren't consistent here. Like either you're gonna call that or you're not. And they didn't, and sometimes they do. So But they were been calling calls like that all the time. So they should have called that technically. They should have called that and they didn't. Ref's messing up again. Come on, refs. Come on, refs. But Pat Mahomes, he showed out there, bro. On a bum ankle, this man threw for 29 completions, 43 attempts, 326 yards, touchdown interception ratio 2 to 0, 67.2 QBR, and 105.4 passer rating. Right? Only mistake he had was the fumble, which was ridiculous. Like, I don't even know what he was doing. I was like, what are you doing, Mahomes? What are you doing there? But that was his only mistake. And it made it worse, though, because then the Bengals cashed it in the other way and they scored a touchdown. But other than that, other than that, Mahomes, great. About this gambling, bro, he stepped up massively. Six receptions on eight targets, 116 yards, one touchdown. Kelsey being Mahomes, a regular security blanket, seven receptions on eight targets, 78 yards, one touchdown. Now, I would say... Cincinnati's defense played well, but they played below the standard they set themselves in the Bills game. You know, like a little bit. But this game they had three sacks, five QB hits on Mahomes. So the you know the, the, the pass rush was in there. It was there, but only two passes defended. The DBs totally played well below what they had in the divisional round. So that was I was about to say disapp- yeah, disappointing. It's disappointing. On the other side, though, Burrow, he completed 26 out of 41 passing attempts, 270 yards, touchdown interception ratio 1 to 2, 50.6 QBR, and a passer rating of 70.2. And he was our leading rusher with four carries, 30 yards. Tells you about that run game, tells you about how Zach Taylor, he didn't care about the run game this game. He did not care about it. Burrow, he targeted Higgins, T. Higgins, more than anyone in this game with 11 targets for six receptions, 63 yards, one touchdown. While Jamar Chase, which you could argue is Burrow's favorite target, had eight targets, caught six of them for 75 yards. Now, Joe, people are calling him the new Joe Cool, right? New clutch guy? He had two drives, two opportunities, two drives to score it's a 20-20 ball game for both drives on the first drive he gets intercepted 
Alright, now it's a great play by Brian Cook. Don't get me wrong, we're gonna talk about him about later. It's a great play by him. But it's still a pick for Joe. Second drive with two minutes left. After he converts a third and 16 to Hurst. It's a first down, pass to Hurst again. Second down, incomplete. Third down, the money down, he gets sacked by Chris Jones. Two opportunities. Two opportunities where he didn't get it done. Now, I'm not going to kill Joe saying that, oh, he sucks now. Because he doesn't suck. But if you want to be the best now, you want to be better than Mahomes, that's when you got to do it. You want to be the best talked about forever, these are the moments you got to do it. These are the moments you got to show up and prove that you're that guy. But he did it. So he's not. So he can't be the best quarterback. He can't. He just, he had opportunities. And he didn't do it. Maybe next time. Maybe he can do it again. But not today. Not today. He did not. However, with with me saying that, I'm going to give more credit to the Chiefs defense for that last stop. Especially, all right? Chris Jones. going to highlight him. Chris Jones. His sack on the third and... I think I believe it was that I was talking about earlier. That one in the game. That one in the game, in my opinion. Huge sack when they needed it the most. He had two sacks and he had five QB hits. He was the X factor of this game, the disruptor of the game. The whole D-line, actually, to be honest. They took advantage of that wounded Chiefs O-line with five sacks, 12 QB hits. 12 QB hits. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, the secondary uh, for the Chiefs all stood out to me. All right, they had 12 passes defended, and most of the DBs, they're rookies. Trent, Trent McDuffie, Jalen Watson, Joshua Williams, Brian Cook, they're all rookies. And then Cook especially stood out to me because he had one pass defended, four tackles, but that swatted ball that led to the interception that I was talking about Burrow. That was him. He's the one that swatted in at the interception. And on that specific play, he had the IQ. Because I think they were running quarters. They were running quarters coverage. And Williams actually had... Or is it... I think it was either Williams or McDuffie. One of them was supposed to have T. Higgins. Inside right, supposed to have inside leverage. So then he just goes out. Or obviously it's outside leverage. So then... T. Higgins just goes out of bounds and he can lead him out of bounds. But he gets him inside. So then, now T. Higgins can go inside and he beats him. But, that's why you got the extra man. Brian Cook's there. He's waiting. He goes with T. Higgins after he cooks. After, no, after he passes the corner, Cook takes him and he got the IQ to turn around, look for the ball, and swat it so he doesn't be, he's not interfering with the pass. Great play by him, bro. Props to Brian Cook, the rookie. Props to him. Now let's switch on to the Super Bowl where this Chiefs or Brian Cook. Now it's time I was going to play versus the Eagles. Now my opinion is going to be a great game. Right? I hope and it should be, to be honest. It should be. Two number one seeds going at it in intro sign. But let's compare, right? Let's do the eye test personnel and statistic wise statistically on total watcher at one all right they're ranked number one and the eagles are ranked 
three. So the offenses are really neck to neck. I think Chiefs are the, the better passing team and Philly the better rushing team. On eye test, QB. Start off with positions. You know, we're going with positions. QB, Mahomes over Hurts. Like, I like Hurts. Don't get me wrong. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. So you got to pick Mahomes. Pass catchers. I'm going with the Eagles. Now, they have a better tight end. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is better than Dallas, Dallas Goddard. But if you look at the three wide receivers, the Chiefs, which is Juju. And he's on, I don't know if he's going to play. Marquez, Valdez, Scandling. And then, McCole uh, Hardman. I'm pretty sure A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Quiz Watkins are better. So I'm going with the Eagles there. Uh, running back, I'm going to take Miles Sanders over Isaiah Pacheco. Though it's pretty close. I actually like Isaiah Pacheco, but Eagles, they run the ball more. And they give it to Sanders more. So I'm going to give Sanders over Pacheco. O-line. They're both top five. Oh, they're both top five O-line. This is hard, but... I'm going to pick KC. And I'm going to pick just because Lane Johnson is 100% right now. He's not 100%, so I'm going with that all line of Orlando Brown Jr., Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and Andrew Wiley. Those guys are. And then coaching, like offensively, you know, Andy Reid. Or Nick Sirianni, I'm pretty sure I'm going Andy Reid, Super Bowl champion, the guy who's been in the league forever. Yeah, I'm going with that guy, Andy Reid. <laughs> so that's three out of two for the Chiefs on offense. On the other side of the ball, on defense, on total overall defense, that's why the Eagles are better, being ranked number two, and the Chiefs are number 11. Now, Eagles, huge advantage here. Huge advantage here. They're also the number one pass defense with the fewest yards allowed at 179.8 yards per game and 78 total sacks counting postseason. Right. KC, they're ranked 20th in passing defense, 220.9 yards per game. They are so second in sacks with 55 however KC is a better rush defense ranked number eight allowing 107.2 yards per game in the regular season while Philly is ranked 20 20th 121.6 yards allowed per game in the regular season I test for D line give me the Eagles bro I mean over over four dudes have 10 sacks I think it's Redick uh, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, and uh, oh, and just J. Ron Hargrave. Yeah, Hargrave. They all, all have over 10 sacks. And then got Fletcher Cox. Yeah, they just, they just have a better D line. It's just how it is. Uh, linebackers. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to pick Willie Gay. Junior over and Nick Bolton over Edwards and White. I just like Chiefs. You know, I like Nick Bolton. He's fast, he's big. He's like to stay in the middle a lot. Willie Gay Jr. I think I talked about him a while, bro. I like him, bro. He's sideline, sideline linebacker, hard hitter. I'm gonna pick them 
over the Eagles linebacker secondary. It's Eagles. Eagles secondary. I mean, you got the two top corners. I've talked about them. Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Marcus Epps, good safety. CJ Gardner-Johnson, good safety. Devontae Maddox. I'm going to pick them over Justin Reed, Jerry Sneed, and the rookies. Now, I like Justin Reed. And I told you I like Brian Cook. But they're, I mean, not Justin Reed. Take off Justin Reed now. But Brian Cook and the rest of them, they're rookies. So, you got to take the Eagles secondary in this scenario. And that's what I'm going to do. It's going to be a great matchup, though, right? You got number one passing offense versus the number two pass defense. You got a top ten rush defense. In the Chiefs versus a top five running team in the Eagles. So now me looking at all that. What do I do? What do I analyze? What am I what am I going to solve? Putting all this together, I'ma pick the Eagles. I'm gonna pick the Eagles to win. 31 to 29. And they're gonna be two time Super Bowl champions all time. I think Super, Super Bowl MVP will be Jalen Hurts because he's going to throw the football. He's going to run the football. There's close offenses, like I said. But I think Philly has the better defense. But you know, Philly has the better defense. So I think that's going to push them to the top and they're going to win the Super Bowl. So I guess congrats. <laughs> it kind of pains me, you know, because they did our team dirty. They did the Niners dirty. I went to Chiefs either. So it works out. Works out either way. Let's get on to a more sad topic. To a person who lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 52 to be exact. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. Retired on February 1st, 2023. A year after he retired on February 1st, 2022. He did it again. He retired again but I think this time it is for sure. Okay, this time I think it is for sure. So if you really are, Tom, retiring, congrats. Congrats on the greatest football career ever. Congrats on being the GOAT of football. You're the greatest. Look at this. Look at accolades. Seven-time Super Bowl champion. Five-time Super Bowl MVP. Three-time NFL MVP. Two-time Offensive Player of the Year. 15-time Pro Bowler, 3 times All-Pro, 2009 Comeback Player of the Year, 2000s and 2010s All-Decade Team. His records are so long, he has like 39, 39 records. I'm going to post them on my Instagram, at Alanizing on Instagram. I'll post right there, you can see all of them, because if I just list out all of them, it's just, we're going to be here all day. So, be, look, be sure to look at that post and look at all of his records. But you know, some of them... Some of his records include that he's the most Super Bowl wins, obviously, seven-time champion. He has the most passing yards at 89,000. Uh, he has the most passing touchdowns, like 649. So, etc. You know, passing records, records like that. His last touchdown pass was to Julio Jones versus the Wild Card round and versus the Cowboys in the Wild Card round. I think that was his last completion as well. And then his last ever pass was an incompletion versus the Cowboys in that same game. Yeah, I remember last year I was thinking, damn, his last pass was really to Cameron Bray. No, his last pass is to Julio Jones. Crazy. Still in the playoffs, both times. Still in the playoffs. Brady never missed the playoffs. Just never did, bro. Just never did. And then when he remember he got injured with the 
2008, I believe, was. Yeah, with Matt Castle. Led them to victory. He wasn't playing, obviously. Until someone's in the playoffs. So, Brady never missed the playoffs. <sighs> now it's getting more personal. Let's get a little bit more personal, right? If you really are retiring, Tom, I want to say thank you. Thank you, Tom, for 23 seasons of greatness. 23 seasons of pulling through. 21 seasons of hard work. 21, 20, 21. 23 seasons of just straight competitiveness. I started watching Tom Brady in 2014. I started watching football, like, legit, in 2014. And that's when they won the Super Bowl. When they beat the Seahawks. I remember the beginning of the year, they lost to the Chiefs, like, 40 to 20-something. Like, they, they just... Chiefs destroyed them. And everybody was saying, Chiefs, that Patriots dynasty is finally over. Even though they hadn't won a Super Bowl in, like, 10 years. They're like, the Patriots dynasty is finally over. Tom Brady's finally fell. He's no longer good. To beat the Seahawks then. In the Malcolm Butler interception. And that's what I want to say. Tom Brady. Thank you for that bro. Thank you for beating the Seahawks. Even on that touchdown drive to Edelman. Thank you for beating the Falcons. Coming back one of the greatest comebacks ever. 28-3. Thank you for beating the Rams. 13-3. Thank you for beating in that same year the Chiefs when I predicted the Chiefs were gonna lose to y'all and everyone was calling me crazy everyone was saying Mahomes the new guy Tom Brady's washed I told everybody I said Tom Brady is not washed he's gonna win that game watch and he's he's going to the Super Bowl watch and it happened it happened Thomas proved me right for years he's proved me right for years that's what I want to say man Thank you. Thank you. Just thank you for the memories. You know, after every Super Bowl, after those Sundays, Super Bowl Sundays, after the conference Sundays, going into school, talking about it, being right about it. That's my childhood. I don't know an NFL without Tom Brady. I don't know one. So it's going to be so crazy. Next year, watching the NFL and Tom Brady's no longer there. Tom Brady's no longer a talking point. No longer a focal point again on the NFL. It's going to be so weird. Just looking at that. And even more personal, Brady. I want to thank you for those years that you played. They gave me happiness watching you play. And not because... You're my favorite player. You're one of my favorite players, but just watching you play gave me happiness when I was going through tough times. I was going through tough times, and I need that escape. Watching football is my escape, and you're one of the first guys I watch. I like to watch play football. I liked your style. You know, slice and dice. You're not this big so talented dude he could throw 50 yards off one foot but you were slicing dice you were a complete quarterback you were the guy who just needed to drop back prototypical you know drop back in three steps 
Mm. Ball release right there. Did this guy come? Boom. Right there. Accurate precision passing. That's what I like to see. And that's what I've seen from Brady all these years. Greatness. Thank you, Brady. I appreciate that. My only regret is that the Niners didn't draft you. Your favorite team didn't draft you. Okay. That's, that's the only thing I regret. And that's Steve Mariucci's fault. Who he didn't see any greatness in you. Which I don't know why he didn't. But to be fair, no one did. Okay. Nobody's seen coming. Nobody's seen. Pretty sure no one would have predicted that a six-round pick, 199 overall, was going to do something in the NFL, especially with your physique. No offense, but but that's why you're the GOAT. That's why you're the GOAT. 109 overall, 199th overall pick, and you become the greatest of all time. It's the greatest sports story ever told and I'm glad I witnessed I'm glad I witnessed the second half of her Hall of Fame career the greatest career ever I'm glad I witnessed half of that so thanks and I hope you do great in retirement get that broadcasting business goes well man I hope one day to actually meet you hope one day to actually meet you that'd be great and we look back on this and I'm like damn I actually got to meet him That'd be great. That'd be great. Right, thanks, y'all, for the episode. Got a little personal there, but that's cool. And, alright, let's see you win the Super Bowl. See y'all on that episode. Peace.